0: The text that calls for our attention this Monday, Thursday day is our gospel reading for tonight from John chapter 13, especially these words of Jesus. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. All of us right now are learning new standards of personal hygiene. We're singing happy birthday to absolutely no one as we wash our hands in our bathrooms. The only publicly traded stocks that one might unquestionably invest in right now are companies like Purell that make hand sanitizer. That cloth that covers the inside of your elbow, well soon you may need to throw that out into the fire because you've sneezed in it so many times. But you know, there were things we already knew about personal hygiene before all this stuff hit, like this simple rule, don't touch people's feet, especially if they're dirty or sweaty. Stay away from those mucky metatarsals, those funky phalanges, those terrible toes. Do that, of course, unless you love the person to whom those toes belong and are willing to humble yourself to show it. You see, it seems in Jesus' day also, no one liked touching toes. And that is why they had servants do this kind of work. Those of a higher estate would not even consider doing such a thing. There were things important people did, and there were things servants did. And washing feet was one of those things servants did. Important people believed that they were there to be served, and that unpleasant things should be done for them rather than being done by them. Jesus, of course, knew this was how people thought about things naturally, that they would try to get power and then use that power to make others serve them. But Jesus said that this would not be the way in his kingdom. It would not be the way among his followers. He told his apostles that they could not and should not think this way. He told them that the one who would be greatest in his kingdom was the one who would become the lowest or the least. And he not only said it, but he showed it. He took off his outer garments and he wrapped a towel around his waist and he washed his disciples' presumably dirty feet. The master became the servant because he loved his disciples. And we, we are to do likewise. Oh, not that we are just to go around washing everyone's feet, unless, of course, they need that, then we should. But we are to go about doing those things we might otherwise think are beneath us, in order that we might love and serve one another. Jesus says that his disciples are to be known by this trait, that they love one another. Indeed, when people looked in on his disciples, they should see an uncommon love among them, that they went out of their way to serve one another, to show how much they loved one another. And Jesus tells us that this is the way we are to be known as well. And so I ask you, is it? Is it what we are known for? That we are so loving towards one another in the body of Christ? Is that what we do? And is that what people know about us? Now, at times, I think we do these kind of things as a spirit works in us, and the world does see it and marvels. But we must admit that this is not something we do always. Sometimes, instead of being known for loving one another, we are known instead as people who try to exert our power and influence to get what we want in our local congregations, to make sure that everyone else serves our desires. We're willing to push and shove a little to get our way. Other times we're known for holding what is ours pretty tightly and only exercising charity when all the other avenues for the needy have already been used up. We sometimes love in words, but not in deed or in truth. And sometimes we hold grudges against one another over things that we hardly even remember. We refuse to be reconciled. But when we do these things, we ought to know we are not Jesus's disciples when we do them. That is to say, we are not following his example. We're not following that example he set Monday, Thursday, when he washed his disciples' feet. We're not following his example that he set on Good Friday when he laid down his life for those very disciples and for the whole world. We're not loving one another to the end like Jesus did. And if we are doing this, well then, to use the language of our text, we have very dirty feet. Feet dirtied with sin. But thankfully, Jesus is here to wash them. Oh, you have already been made clean in baptism. But your feet, yes, you have soiled them up something fierce. But know this, Jesus will wash you. If you refuse his washing, you have no part with Jesus. So don't refuse. Just stick them out there. He comes to clean your mucky metatarsals, your funky phalanges, your terrible toes. He becomes the least in order that he might love and save you. And as his spirit fills us up, well, then we get to proclaim that Jesus, in fact, is the greatest in the kingdom. And therefore, we follow his example. We too love one another. And then the world will see it and know that we are his amen and then may the peace of god which passes all human understanding guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus amen